Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we are right around Christmas, so we're so excited. And so we have some more tidbits about how to start new traditions in your family, how to know which older traditions to hold on to, and then how to really take transitions and new seasons in stride. And so we're gonna talk all about that, right, sweetie? It's it's such a fun conversation. And stick around to the very end, because right at the end, we talk about one of our, one of our faves, uh, newer family traditions that our kids in particular have really enjoyed. And I hope this conversation is meaningful to you and helps make this Christmas season your best one yet. So let's dive in. Well, welcome back, guys. We're going to talk more about things that have to do with the holidays and marriage. And today we're going to talk about new traditions. And basically, it, it really kind of started with us talking about how, you know, things don't always look the different or, or things don't always look the same. I can't even talk this today. Things don't always look the same as we go through our marriage, especially when it comes to traditions and the holidays, because our kids are getting older, we're changing, you may have moves, you may have just some different family transitions that make things a little bit you know, different, and we have to adjust and form some new traditions. We do. And so in this episode, we're going to talk some about that. Like, what are the things that you really hold on to, mm-hmm. and then what are the traditions you hold more loosely? And then when is it time to make some new traditions? This is especially, I think, timely when you've got kids that start getting married Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you can't just count on them being there the exact time they always were because now there's another family to consider and you're welcoming new people into your family through marriage and through new grandchildren and all of that. So that's part of it. Also, just as your own children get older, as ours are right now, as we're recording this, we have um, two high schoolers and two elementary schoolers. And so... and with one of those high schoolers, he's a senior, this is his last year. And we're thinking, well, man, is this, is this the last year that Christmas and is going to look a certain way? Cause mm-hmm. he's under our roof and hopefully he'll be coming home from college on Christmas breaks in the future. But, um, I don't know. We're, it's, we're, we're thinking through things in a new way with this being the last year that he's going to be with us all the time. Right. And so how's it going to look differently? What are those things that we want to hold on to, the traditions we want our kids to look forward to even as they become adults, but also um, the things we hold loosely to that we can't always control how it's going to look, and that's okay. And in every new season, there are new opportunities to do new things. And so um, we... We're just... We're we're excited about the adventure ahead. And so, sweetie, let's talk some about kind of what what the traditions look like right now Mm -hmm. for us 
and how we got to this point and what we think it might look like in the future. Yes, when it comes to Christmas traditions um, in particular, we we really, we have like this one tradition, we've shared a little bit on here before in past um, episodes, but kind of the short of it is we don't do Elf on the Shelf because... I just, I didn't want the pressure, <laughs> even though I love creative stuff like that. And I love fun stuff, but, um, we kind of came to it late in the game. But so I thought, you know, I'm going to kind of adapt a tradition that my mom did for us as kids to make it in with the narrative of elf on the shelf, since that does exist for some families. And basically, you know, for our little ones, we, and, and we still do this for the bigs too, but it looks oh, a little yeah. different. We have this little magical sleigh that we put out every Christmas and 12 days before Christmas, our invisible elf, okay. Who none of them believe Who it. none of them believe in and never no, have. Say like, oh yeah, the invisible it's elf. our and, elf on the shelf. And really they just wake <laughs> us up. Mom, g- give me the invisible elf present. Like, well, cause it, sometimes I forget to put it in the sleigh, but it's supposed to magically, <laughs> while we're sleeping, put a little gift in that magical sleigh. My mom did this when we were little. We didn't call it the invisible elf, but like she would just say, oh my goodness, there's a magical sleigh where there's these little bitty presents, like a little ornament or socks or like, you know, pair candy. of earrings, candy, right. And um, so w- we do this with our boys and every year it's a little more challenging, especially with the older boys. Cause you know, it could be, we used to get them just like a set of Pokemon cards or, um, you know, a little ball or something, you know, for younger kids. But now that they're older, it looks a little different. So like this past year, uh, Cooper was kind of a newer driver and I got him, I was just racking my brain over like, how can I get him something unique? And we love the office as we have established here on the podcast. And so I found through either Etsy or Amazon, I can't remember, but it was, um, okay, I can't believe I'm saying this on the air. It was Prison Mike from... The office. And if you are office fan. I'm prison Mike. Prison Mike. Okay. Um, But it was basically Michael Scott, who was Steve Carell dressed up, you know, as Michael Scott, the leader of the office and him with this, like basically a do rag on his head. And it's ridiculous. Doing this ridiculous character character called called, Prison Mike to try to scare his employees from wanting to go to prison. (laughs) And And anyway, it was an air freshener to hang on your little rear mirror for your car. So I got that for Cooper and it made his day. Like he he loved loved it. it. Yeah. It's just trying to be thoughtful. I mean, thoughtfulness never goes out of style. And, but what your kid's into is always going to be changing. It is. And it, it does, it makes it harder on parents, but it's kind of been fun because I'm like, well, what are they into this year? What would be something that, that would, you know, when they're older, it's like, you know, something, a new hobby they enjoy. That's a small little gift I can put in there. Or like, you know, I I did several gifts that had to do with being a new driver, but, uh, but it's really fun. And that's a tradition we will hold on to for as long as we can. The kids get a kick out of it. And, uh, and I think it's just because they get gifts before Christmas and they love that. Um, you know, and leading up to it, we don't really do an advent calendar. Sometimes we do. I mean, every now and then somebody will give us one, uh, but it's kind of like that. Some people have advent calendars where, you know, they have, there's little trinkets within the calendar they give their kids. And so this can look a lot of different ways. It can, it can. And I'm so thankful for, there's something very special about keeping certain traditions. Yes. I mean, for us, every, every year, for as long as I can remember, we've taken the kids to a place in our area called Lights of the South. We and love. We usually meet up with some friends or um, our small group from church, mm-hmm. and you know you get on. You, you, they got all these lights and all these different Christmas displays, and then at one point you can get on the back of a tractor like a hayride, and they mm-hmm. they ride you through this big light display. Or you can walk it like or we you did this can year, walk it, which this past done. year, yeah. And the kids really look forward to this. Like even the older boys, they do. They that have outgrown a lot of like the little kid Christmas stuff. 
they still really look forward to this every year, and it doesn't feel like Christmas to them until we've gone to lights of the south. Offended if we haven't yeah, we set have it up yet. Go, guys. <laughs> Come on, and and so those traditions really do matter, and there's a certain comfort in them. I know, like going back to mom and dad's house at Christmas time, and of course, it looks way different now that you know they've got grandchildren, many grandchildren of their own, yeah. and. But there's still a lot that, that we still do, and mom and dad um, are so generous and great hosts, and, and mom will always uh, plan these little games, like trivia games or she loves it. these fun games with prizes involved. But let me just say, and Karen, if you're listening, you know this is true, she'll make a game, but there really is no winner or loser. Everyone wins the same amount of money. <laughs> right, because she's No so matter fair. what, because she just doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But there's Sometimes there's still a prize. There's a prize, but then she'll even it out. So so Chandler, our 10-year-old, who's just like super practical, is like, this is not even fun because there's, you know, it's not really a competition. <laughs> so, um, but we still have fun with it. She'll do like movie quotes that we guess. And yeah. of course, you and your brother Ben win every year because you the know movie the movie quotes, yeah. We're, yes. we're, ben especially. He's, uh, <laughs> he's great. But it's it's just fun, you know. Dad will dress up like Santa, and which still scares the children. It does. And I, let me just say, you've listened to previous episodes. You know, we actually don't go home at Christmas. What we're talking about, and this is this makes it probably a little more complicated. We actually do this around Thanksgiving time, just so that we can be there. So this is like very early Christmas celebration. Yeah, we, we do that. Yeah, we do like a Thanksgiving slash Christmas hybrid <laughs> with my family, uh, which is it's fun. It is it's fun. I mean, the kids know it's coming. It's, yeah. it's kind of. So you get yeah, but your dad still dresses up, even though it scares them. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say one year he decided to do Spider-Man instead. Do you remember this? Yeah. And I don't think, I think it scared him too. He like, was the world's heaviest Spider-Man. Oh, like, I think it was Spider-Man have such a big belly? They kept saying. Well, no, but now if you've seen the new Spider-Man multiverse movie, they have different kinds of Spider-Man men like through their different generations. So you could say like, he's, he's just he's from the multiverse. older multiverse Spider-Man. And he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll go with that. But yeah. Right. The, so find those traditions, those, those little things that if you can do it with some consistency, um, it will bring comfort and yes. joy to, to continue to do this, but also be willing to embrace some new things. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're going to try something new this year. And I would say every year there's at least something new that we do. And sometimes yeah. it catches on as its own tradition and sometimes it's just a one and done. Right. But don't get so rigid and tied to it has to look this exact certain way that that you miss out on the freedom and the fun that can come from trying something new. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U 
slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked. Inflation is out of control and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it get that under control, and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. Well, and and Dave, just saying that leads me into a story that um, kind of taught us this. And it was years ago, we decided we would try to do a gingerbread house. And uh, and our kids were still pretty young at the time. I think even, I don't even know if Chatham was born when we first did this, right, sweetie? Yeah. Um, and so we got like the Walmart kit to make a gingerbread house and to decorate it and all that. And on the way home, like from Walmart, after getting the kit, the older boys were kind of throwing it back and forth and fighting over who wanted to hold the box. And when we got home, it was completely broken into pieces. And at first, and I was you so know, mad. Yeah. I was like, this was going to be a magical moment. <laughs> and it was just going to be like, just a scene from a Hallmark movie of us <laughs> sitting around and making this beautiful gingerbread house and you you ruined it. Yeah. You ruined Christmas. I mean, I was <laughs> I was in a funk and Ashley so wisely just said, sweetie, nothing is ruined. And I said, but the pieces are broken. It's never going to look like the picture on the box. Yeah. And she said something so wise. She said, it doesn't have to look like the picture on the box. Because it doesn't. That picture on the box is, that's not even real. Right. You know, let's take these shards of broken gingerbread house and just make... Like, let's have a, a a gingerbread cookie making party with all right. these different shapes of gingerbread. And we did. And it was it was one of the most fun nights we've had. It was. And now, like, that's kind of what we do. We don't even expect to make an actual gingerbread house. We just yeah. kind of get the pieces and decorate them and eat them. And it's really and fun. And we break them and break eat them, them up. and decorate them. And it doesn't have to be a house, which takes the pressure off. It does. And so sometimes just take the pressure off yourself. And I think an illustration from that gingerbread house is, you know, we're all trying to make our Christmas or our life or our holiday, our marriage look like this artificial picture on a box Mm -hmm. that we see in our head from what we've seen in movies or highlight reels on Instagram. And it doesn't have to look like that. Right. But if you'll take the broken pieces, the imperfect pieces of your own life, and say, God, do something beautiful with this and help us with joy and thanksgiving, work with what we have, then you could create your own tradition that's going to be something so much more beautiful than that that fake picture on the box ever was. Exactly. And um, and that's that's been a joy for us. Now, like breaking those pieces and thinking back to that first first night that that tradition accidentally started has been one of the most uh, fun things that we do. 
And I know. And, and it, I think too, you know, when we come into these moments where we're feeling a little bit like, well, it doesn't look like it's supposed to, you know, even just in your life, you know, for whatever reason, I think a lot of times it's around grief. Like maybe there's a family member who's sure, missing that yeah, year, yeah. or maybe there's been a transition, like somebody moved away, um, like for college or for a new job. And so you can't get together like you once were able to at that time of year. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, some of you listening are blended families. And I know for dear friends of ours, a lot of times, you you know, they trade off which year each um, parent gets the child or, or children. And I know um, we have some dear friends that whenever it falls on their year to not have the kids at Christmas time, you know, they used to just be at home and be really sad and like just terribly, you know, just really toiling and, and being like, why does it have to be this way? But they said they were going to stop doing that. Instead, they decided to pick their favorite place to go. And it happened to be this place in Mississippi, I remember, that has their favorite restaurant. And they would ride motorcycles, you know, they'd bundle up and ride motorcycles out there. You know what I'm talking about, Sweetie? Yeah. And they, every year, if they did not have the children, you know, if they had the children, they'd do all the festivities at their house, like any Christmas. But they were like, we're just going to take it in stride because this is, this is how it is in a blended family sometimes. And we're going to go celebrate together. And I think they would go to a special church service there. And they, they actually befriended people in this part of the country because it became every two years, this is what they would do. So instead of dreading it, they were like, no, 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 this is just our year to go to Mississippi. And I just thought, I thought that was so wise. And I think, you know, for, for even people who are not a blended family, like maybe there's something that has changed and being in the house, doing what you used to do almost is more hurtful than helpful pick a new tradition, go somewhere. Like maybe you go and you take the kids to Great Wolf Lodge. Like I know some of you are like, that is gross. Don't go to Great Wolf Lodge. I love Great Wolf Lodge. Let me just say, but do what Well, tell people what that is. They might be in some part of the country. That's true. Or maybe, maybe not even in the United States, but Great Wolf Lodge is this really cool place. It is a huge lodge, a huge hotel that has a big indoor water park. And they also do little um, nighttime festivities where it's great for small children. They have like a story time. They do a sunrise time where they tell stories as well. And there's characters like with a little bit of animatronics. And then there's huge slides, there's small slides, there's big splash areas. They also have a big ice cream shop and a pizza parlor. And um, and then the rooms themselves are designed for families. And that's how we discovered yeah. it because they have like, built in like a wolf den cave type thing where it's all thematic and you can have bunk beds and it's just so fun. And so for our family, really throughout the years, it's been such a gift. And there's been different times where uh, for whatever reason, we couldn't celebrate something in the traditional way and we would go there and it was so fun. Um, Definitely check and see when they're doing good deals because it can at certain yeah. times you get pricey, but and that's not a commercial. Like they don't yeah. they don't pay us no, to say not at all. Hey, just drop a drop a <laughs> quick, quick little ad here and make it look like it's not an ad. Like this this <laughs> no, uh, it's just been a us gift talking. Our family. It, it has been. It's we been enjoy a really it. Sweet we we have we've family. had a lot of fun there over the years, and so yeah, just um, be willing to try some new things. But in all of it, I'd be remiss without saying. Don't forget to make Jesus the reason for this. One hundred percent. And it's yes. so easy to get so caught up in just the the festivities that you can go through the whole Christmas season, and it's just about presents and lights and experiences and all these other things, and leave Jesus completely out of it. So make sure in whatever you're doing, celebrate and have fun. And God gives us so much freedom to celebrate and have fun in just so many different ways. But don't forget to always bring it back to Jesus and remind your kids, remind yourselves that like. This is why we're celebrating, and he's right. the real gift, and um, and and make that aspect an important part, not only at Christmas time, but in all parts of the year. And so, uh, even even if you're out of the habit of going to to church, I would say 
find a really good Christmas service and go to. You yeah. know, most churches I know ours is this way. We we put so much work and planning and effort and prayer into preparing a really great Christmas celebration service, usually on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. or a, a near that time. Most churches do that. And so go and take part in that. It's going to be such a meaningful time. I know I look forward to that church service every year. It is it's so meaningful. It's fun. There's always a lot of fun, creative elements and festive things. And then it's an inspiring reminder of of what Christmas is all about. And so just make sure that that's part of the tradition, even if that's a brand new tradition to say, you know what, we're going to start going to church on, uh, for a Christmas service. Absolutely, I think that'll be very meaningful to you. It's so meaningful. And, you know, one thing we kind of added in recent years, we used to always go to something called a Bethlehem village that was at a local church in our town where it would take you through uh, what Bethlehem would have looked like back when Jesus was born. And just really cool. It has the animals and everything. Well, they stopped doing that. And I think it was because of COVID. And so these last couple of years, we were like, you know, I miss that aspect of it because, of course, you know, we know Jesus is the reason for the season. We we obviously are in church every Sunday and beyond, and um, we knew we were going to go to church, but there was something really special about taking a moment to kind of picture it, you know? Yeah. And so I ended up kind of doing some research and found this other local church in town that doesn't do a village per se, but they do a live nativity. Right. And many places have this, and some of them are like drive-through live nativities, especially if you live in a cold place. We don't live in a cold place. It's pretty mild around winter time. And so this church, you guys, they go all out. They even build this big stable of sorts where somebody acts as if they're the angel up there. I don't even know how they get up there, yeah. but it's like a teenager dressed as an right. angel. I did see the, the angel checking his phone this year a little bit. But oh, really? It, but other than that, very, very, very <laughs> That's teenager for you right there. Right. No, but it's so sweet. It gets their whole church involved. You can donate, you know, like it's free, but you can donate to it. And they, I think they made, like they, they made Treats for everybody. Oh yeah, there was hot, hot cocoa. cocoa. They had a, they had a, one of the a wise men had camel. a real camel you could go up to. They had animals that the yeah. kids could pet, and it was just so cool. And it does it helps you picture the the humanity and and just how real this story is. Right, these are real animals, real people, because the story is real animals, real people, not plastic figurines, not sure. statues or stained glass, but but all this is real, and that's why we celebrate that Jesus really has come. He's Emmanuel, God with us, and. Because of that, we can have hope and peace and joy and purpose, not only at Christmas, but all year round. That's right. And I will tell you too, you get some really interesting questions from your kids when you go to things like this because it makes them think about it. Yeah. And I always loved our conversations on the way home because they were they would just ask about about how it all happened and that time of, you know, that time in history when Jesus was born. It's just really cool. And so um, it hopefully will be a gift to your family too. If you've never been to one, definitely look just around your local area for a live nativity. And I think you'll be so glad to to bring your kids to that. You know, there's always new things coming out in communities. I think just frequent your the calendar kind of for your area. That's something I do. They're usually online. And just look for some new things you can incorporate into your Christmas season yeah. that will help your, your family grow closer, closer together, but also to really celebrate the reason for Christmas, which is Jesus. So good, guys. Hey, Merry Christmas from our family to yours. Thank you so much for uh, for your encouragement and support of this ministry. And uh, we just appreciate you so much. And we pray that this Christmas is your best one yet. God bless. We'll see you real soon. Bye, guys.